put in our mind that we will have a foundation and that we will have to worry about who accepts me. If any man did not uh, rejects you, it doesn't matter because your God already accepted you. Nobody's going to be perfect. You have might have worries and anxieties about, you know, things that you've been through or hurts that you've had. Other people also, you know, share in those same hurts. Okay, yeah, that's why we didn't find a story that same night. We end up this, uh, tell them what happened. I'm not going to tell that part of the story. Tell the part of the story. <laughs> tell the heart of the story. The people need well, to hear the whole full story. Okay. One, One o'clock in the morning. So we was like, okay, let's get a hotel. I give you his side. I'll give you her side. But together, there's only one side. All pointing to the one source. In the beginning. This is the, the One, one Flesh, Flesh Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to the episode of One Flesh Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Rich A. Irvin. And I'm your host, Deja A. Irvin. And we are so happy to have y'all back once again with another episode. And today's topic we are talking about... Today's topic is the anxieties of dating. The anxieties of dating. And what did that even mean? Well, just I was thinking through and actually I was watching a video, but uh, the video kind of sparked sparked my interest and had me thinking through like what are some anxieties that people have in regards to dating even anxieties that I had when I was um a single person um so that's kind of where I got the inspo for today's topic gonna be talking about some fears some some doubts some worries and different things like that that go Mm. behind the scenes of why people don't date or afraid to date or all the above Mm -hmm. so that's good i think one thing is before we get into it is to understand what anxiety is uh one definition i got for anxiety a while back was that anxiety is a mixture of uh worry fear and trauma that's Mm -hmm. the three things that anxiety is a mixture of and i wanted to tackle those three areas also in this episode as well too to help people to overcome anxiety in dating especially uh i would talk more about anxiety in my podcast later on but i think i talked about a couple episodes before as well too not particularly on the topic anxiety but i talked about uh the the anxiety and depression everything like that as well too throughout other episodes but i want to tackle that in within dating so we looked up some some different topics uh for some different anxieties and different samples that uh statistics have shown and one of the anxieties, the uh, the common one in these couple, two or three articles we found, was that people have a fear of of commitment. People have a fear of of losing themselves in relationships. People have a fear of rejection. People mm-hmm. have a fear of a lot of different things. What's the, one of the first one you want to talk about? Um. I think the first one I, I want to talk about is fear of rejection. Because mm. I feel like that that's the one that men and women probably mm-hmm. face in dating. It's not like more one-sided. But um, I think that everyone has the the fear of, you know, being rejected or or mm-hmm. somebody not, not wanting you and not accepting you mm-hmm. and different things like that. Um, but I think... In dating, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the phrase paralysis by analysis, mm. but like 
when you uh rehearse something over and over and you have it so so uh you have it made up in your mind that it's going to go this way or that way that you literally hinder yourself from taking any steps forward and i think um with that fear of rejection i think that keeps a lot of single people from putting themselves putting themselves out Mm. there period you know uh, I hear some people say, even myself, like, oh, you know, I want a husband and this mm. and that, but I'm not, I'm not willing to put myself out there because mm. I don't want to get, I don't want to be rejected. I don't want to mm. have that, those hurt feelings of, oh, what if nobody wants me? So mm. I don't even, didn't even bother to like put myself out there mm-hmm. to be found. Exactly. So I got that. That makes sense. I think rejection this self comes from the root of insecurity mm. feeling like they're not enough feeling that they, they're not accepted but i think the main thing going back to always we go to scripture on this podcast yeah even though we talk about relationships the scripture is the key thing for us to have a foundation and uh one of the scriptures that definitely helps us in uh overcoming the fear of rejection or feeling not accepted is knowing who god created you to be so the Bible tells us that he created in your he created you in in the womb. He knew you in your mother's womb. He knitted you perfectly. He created you perfectly, wonderfully and wonderfully made. Amen. So if we know that then we know that we are a child of God, the Bible tells us that we are sons of God, we are children of God. These kind of things we have to put in our mind that we will have a foundation and that we will have to worry about who accepts me? If any mm-hmm. man did not uh, rejects you, it doesn't matter because your God already accepted you. If you have that kind of mindset in the beginning of even dating or even before you get married or anything, that helps you to have confidence within yourself knowing mm-hmm. that your God already accepted you in the beginning. For sure. And I think uh, touching back to that scripture point, you know, those thoughts sometimes can be very loud mm-hmm. of insecurity, mm-hmm. but the word of God will mm-hmm. will pull those things down mm-hmm. and will um will help you know what actually is the truth so mm-hmm. that you can distinguish, you know, those mm-hmm. lies mm-hmm. of you're not good enough and you're mm-hmm. not loved and this and that mm-hmm. and, and God's truth will be exalted exactly. over that. Exactly. So that's very good. I think that's that's one of the uh fears that people have that we tackle and then what's the other one that we'd like to look at next fear commitment i think in society now uh i think not just women but common for me for men and the man is very common because for one we feel that i would say to me me personally i really didn't have a problem with commitment i think mm. i think that's why i got married uh, well, not a young age. I have friends that was younger than me that got married, but I would say that uh, for what I have observed from people is that the commitment part is basically this getting all they already had in the beginning. So, like mm-hmm. we talked about in boundaries last week, we talked about how people do things in the beginning of relationships <clears throat> before they even get married and yeah. dating. So, I think that people that get comfortable, and then yeah. the commitment part it is saying that you are committed to that one person. So. You get a scarce of like, okay, if this don't really work out, now I'm committed to a person. I got to do it, uh, deal with all they nonsense, all they mm-hmm. problems all the time. <laughs> Every yeah. single day, you got to see that same person face. You got to deal with they, they same routine and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, we got to admit, it's kind of hard sometimes. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but I think the uh, the problem with people not having a commitment is that it's uh, 
it's not you wanting to experience the moments, I think. Because mm-hmm. I think it's an experience part. I think once you really find that person that you are willing to commit to and to to uh, to deal with deal with all their uh, problems and routines and everything, you yeah. you found actually a joy in having to commit with that person. Mm-hmm. And not just like, oh, I have to. It's because you want to. And that is, that's the want. The first thing commit me is to have a want to even be in a relationship with that person, want to be married, want to want to have that 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 someone, yeah. And that will help you to overcome the commitment part, the fear um, commitment part. I think I probably have a couple things mm-hmm. that I will mention in regards to the fear of commitment. Um, I think we we actually went to a marriage retreat. Um, just a week ago, and in the retreat, they were talking about, about a week um, ago. Week ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about contract versus covenant, mm-hmm. and I think uh, probably a lot of people see marriage as a contract because that's kind of what society presents it as, and so I think that could be um, a reason why people are have that fear of commitment because they see it as a contract and they're mm. like mm, yeah i don't know if i want that but mm. the truth is that it's really marriage is really a covenant and mm. it's so much more than mm. um a contract and mm. it's the word of god can give you clarity even more on that but mm. um yeah i think that's where that that fear comes mm. from a partial truth that marriage is a contract when mm-hmm. it's not it's a covenant mm-hmm. um and then i would also say for fear of commitment and i might i might be stepping on toes but <clears throat> i think sometimes we have people have a lack of commitment to their relationship with god mm. so Definitely, I it, I would see foresee that it would be difficult for them to commit in mm-hmm. to a relationship, let alone a marriage. Oh yeah, um, because a lot of people want to be in and out, one foot in, mm-hmm. one foot out. Okay, God, I'll give you this part of my life, but not the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that there is a lack of commitment. Jesus is savior to some people, but he is not Lord. Mm -hmm. And so that lack of commitment there can definitely be reflected Mm -hmm. in a person's, how they see, how they view relationships for sure. Amen. I think one of the fears of uh, dating can be, uh, I don't know, this, I would say that it's fear. Like um, a feeling of pride almost. Like you're too good mm. for everybody. So it's the opposite. Yeah. The opposite of feeling like you're not enough. Y- yeah, the opposite. Mm-hmm. Which, I guess, in a sense, that still be could be rooted in fear. But I don't know how that would be anxiety. I think I got how it would kind of fit. So I think a lot of times people have that high expectation or that high standard of mm. like perfection like Mm -hmm. they want the guy to have this 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 Uh you know their list it's low-key showing their insecurity on inside because they have this high expectation a person have this this and that because they don't want somebody to see their own Mm. their own maybe so they have a fear of vulnerability 
there we go mm-hmm. put it that way <laughs> a fear of fear of vulnerability mm-hmm. for sure yeah yeah i think that's that's definitely uh a, a one thing that definitely uh a lot of people probably have they have a wall up and i think that that's the difference between a boundary and a wall because mm-hmm. people have boundaries because we talked about boundaries in the last episode if you haven't watched it go watch it yeah. out but when um a wall is different from a boundary mm-hmm. a wall is not allowing that person to even come close to you not allowing that person to even understand uh have your uh have a vulnerability a vulnerability a vulnerable a moment or have any kind of intimacy in that mo- in that kind of way and a boundary is you saying okay? I'm not gonna allow that person to um to cross this line where they make me compromise my beliefs. Yeah. So that's a, that's that's the that's the opposite between a boundary and a wall. So we have to make that very clear. So when a person is not um allowing that person to be vulnerable with them, they some, sometimes come from the past of of a past hurt, mm-hmm. and that's why it's very important for those that are going into dating or uh. Or marriage, definitely, if you're already dating, marriage for sure. But it's very important for you to heal before you go into a relationship. Because if you don't, then there comes a time where you, when you feel hurt and the auto trauma before comes to creep up in your relationship currently. And that you don't want to be vulnerable with that person because you've been hurt from the past from some, mm-hmm. some kind of situation that comes up. Trauma is actually a trigger as well, too, from the past. Mm-hmm. So whenever that trigger comes... That's when the trauma activates, and then now you react into a negative way. So if that if that if that uh, trigger comes from something that your trauma had in the past happens, like say some relationship, a uh, person snapped on you. Yeah, that's trauma, and that's the trigger that that will react to you to break it to like stay in distance from that person, mm-hmm. or to buzzing out, or to do anything. You don't know what it is. That's why it's very important for you to heal from your past relationship to that when you go into a new relationship that trauma or trigger won't uh occur in the in your in your current relationship it won't interfere with your relationship and building and processing i think that um that vulnerability and the fear of vulnerability if i can get my words together fear of vulnerability Mm -hmm. and intimacy is a lot of Mm-hmm. What you said it goes into mm-hmm. it is you know having past experiences mm-hmm. and um past traumas and past hurts and being afraid um you know of that happening again um but reality in reality, nobody's gonna be perfect you have might have worries and anxieties about you know things that you've been through or hurts that you've had other people also you know share in those same hurts if that makes sense and so you know you can't be afraid that somebody isn't going to accept you because you might very well meet somebody that also has overcame those same kinds of experiences um also tying into all the points that we've kind of mentioned with like the vulnerability Mm -hmm. the commitment Mm -hmm. And what was the first one? Rejection. Mm-hmm. All three of those things are people are people can be fearful of or mm-hmm. have anxiety of when it, going into dating or thinking about dating. But really, that's the beauty of a relationship mm-hmm. is like having that commitment mm-hmm. and having that vulnerability mm-hmm. and having those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And 
ultimately the enemy wants to keep us from oh, yeah. what God's oh yeah you know full prom full mm. uh plan is and purpose mm. is for things and pervert it mm. and so he'll make us fearful but I definitely would not say fear is definitely not um you cannot give into fear because as mm. I said earlier paralysis by analysis you're not gonna go go anywhere mm-hmm. um I think the best verse that goes with that everybody should know it God and not give with the spirit of fear but a spirit of power love and a sound mind Amen. so if we have those kind of fears understand that's not from God that's mm-hmm. not God did not want you to be fearful of anything that's uh, that's that's unnecessary to be fearful for first of all yeah. so it's uh definitely uh to it I think in the instance of it if you especially in a Christian dating I think people overlook it at some time because they feel like there's no fun within it because oh we can't do this we can't do that but, oh no fun yeah like yeah got it but in reality actually if you put god in the center i believe god is fun yeah, <laughs> for real. god is god is amazing he he has the most fun of all because he created a life so why would he make life boring Mm-hmm. He wants us to enjoy it. That's why he created a life period. So I think that that's very important for us to have that kind of mindset. If you have the mindset of saying, I want to enjoy my Christian date. I want to enjoy my godly marriage. And I want to enjoy my singleness. Those things can happen. And it is possible with God because God has a way to do it. And uh, I got to do this. Look, <clears throat> look at, ask God, God, what is the way you want me to do it? And I bet you 100% sure that it's not going to be boring. It's going to be enjoyable because then you want to worry about running into different problems because God, I always look at God as like a, uh, well, he is a father, but look at God as like a loving father who wants to protect you. Mm-hmm. And I think you tapped on that before in one of our episodes yeah. about how God wants to protect you from things. So when you are obeying him and you follow in his ways, it's some kind of protection that, uh, that uh, allows you to enjoy life without paying the consequences of mm-hmm. doing the way the world wants to do mm-hmm. it. And so. that mm, that's a good, because mm-hmm. that's what the enemy, the enemy makes mm-hmm. sin look attractive. It he does. makes it look mm-hmm. fun. And so you're so worried paying attention to how fun mm-hmm. it looks, and then boom. Yeah. Now you're dealing with the consequences, Nine consequences. of that. Exactly. And I think that's, that is 100% right. A lot mm-hmm. Some people look at dating as a christian Mm -hmm. as like oh that's not gonna be fun Mm -hmm. it's gonna be boring Mm -hmm. i think even probably partially too why people date people in the world oh yeah yeah um because they're looking for the fun yeah for the thrill but yeah like i said earlier that's not Mm -hmm. what a relationship is about that's what the enemy wants you to think exactly but God's plan and God's purpose ultimately is so exactly. much more. It's so much exactly. deeper. Exactly. And it brings so much yeah. more fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um, so much more fulfillment mm-hmm. than the the fake yeah. counterfeit version exactly. of relationships that the enemy yeah. wants to present. Yeah. Us. Yeah. And I think we had a fun in our dating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> we had some fun. We had a blast. Are we going to tell the story? Tonight? Oh, yeah. That's why I'm, okay, that's, that's well. why I lead up to it. I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect. I think it's a perfect time now. No, seriously, for story time. Story time. Yeah. So today's story time. We are talking about our first date. Mm-hmm. So last week we talked about how we first met, and this is like a little little um time time get time uh timeline 
uh, first we met, you came down to Atlanta, mm-hmm. you met me, and then I dropped you off. And then uh, the next day, well, the next day or the day I after? I think it was two days later. No, the day after. The day after? Yeah. Okay. The day after. I think the day after because you want to spend time with your best friend. So I was like, okay, and I have to work anyway. So like Saturday was better. So I think mm-hmm. it's like, it was on, yeah, you came down on Thursday. You, you spent time with your friend on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, I picked you up. Yeah. And then how did that day go? You're going to tell the story today. Well, it's your I turn. I mean, I'll tell the story <laughs> of the day. Well, <laughs> Richard came and picked me up from my friend's house. And it's funny because my friend was a little bit concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and she literally wrote down his license. Mm-hmm. For, do- for those that are no, for those that are no. <laughs> we were long distance dating, and this is the first time. Well, that was the first time we ever met. The first face time, to face to face, yeah. and uh, the first date was the first time that uh, I took her out. So like, I'm basically still a complete stranger to a friend, mm-hmm. not to her, but to a friend. Yeah. So you could understand the concern. Oh yeah. Especially sure. long distance dating. Uh, for any women out there, I'm pretty sure that if you're one of your homegirls, the best friend, told you, I met this guy and. He's all good and this and that, and I'm going out there to meet him and this and that, and she going on a date. You probably be kind of concerned too. So tell the people, <laughs> tell the people what she did. <laughs> what did she do? What the? What she do when I came and everything when I picked you up? What did she do? She wrote down the license plate. Yeah, yeah, I said. Yeah, I said that. Already. Oh, you did. Yeah. I didn't hear you say it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she wrote down. She wrote down the license plate number. Uh huh. But anyway. Yeah, so we went to uh, Top Golf. Yeah, we went to Top for Golf. Our first date. Check that place out. If you have never been, in, if you were in Atlanta, the city of Atlanta, I think they got some. They got, I think they building one in uh, Florida. They haven't already, and they building one in LA as well too. Uh, coming up soon too mm-hmm. as well too. So, if you ever in the city of Atlanta or any other place, look it up. Top Golf. It's yeah. a, fun. Great. I would definitely want to go again one time for yep. sure. So we went uh, to Top Golf and. This isn't really like a detail of the story per se, but it kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier about anxiety yeah. and dating. But Go like, ahead. I was, I was nervous. I was nervous I would too. Say more than nervous, I probably would say anxious because I'm mm-hmm. freaking out over what I'm gonna wear, mm-hmm. what we're gonna talk about, mm-hmm. what if he's not the one? What is a waste mm-hmm. of my time? And I, I know y'all probably don't think about that, but females, our brain just goes like in a spiral. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking all those things. We got there. We we got there. We ordered some food. We played some golf. And I was struggling at first, y'all. I was struggling. Mm-hmm. And then he helped me. Helped me. Yeah, learn. I helped her. And, and then, then she ended up trying to beat me, y'all. <laughs> so I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. She beat the teacher. But what they say is... Uh, uh, a student becomes a teacher. Teacher, yeah. So if the teacher... Your, your goal as a teacher is actually for the student to be better than you. So, actually, I did, I'm kind of proud of myself. Okay. I did a good job. You was planning on doing it. Yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. Got so, it. I was a good teacher. So, that's that's just a gift that God gave me. I'm a great teacher. Oh, <laughs> But, yeah, it was a good time. Um, I definitely would say, like, we had fun. And, really, I would say a lo- it wasn't a lot of pressure. No, it wasn't. After a while. You know, it I, was really easy going. Yeah. And, as we said in our last episode about that friend mindset, I think we both kind of mm-hmm. were having that friend mm-hmm. mindset. It wasn't this extreme pressure, mm-hmm. like, oh, marry me, or yeah. like, oh, it wasn't you, need like to that. Be th- you need to be this, 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 no. and this. Mm-hmm. And I'm 
going on this date to see if you follow, you check mm-hmm. off this, 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 mm-hmm. and this. It was just yeah. seriously just two mm-hmm. friends hanging out. Yeah. And so uh, after, yeah, after golf, we uh, we we were leaving, <laughs> heading outside to the car. And I wanted to take a picture, take a little selfie. Yeah, we took a selfie. I'm gonna put it up there for y'all. Oh I can see it. <laughs> so I want to take a se- take a selfie. So I'm going to pull out my phone, or was it you pulling out your phone? I, I remember. Phone I remember was. it was. But at the same time, I was trying to step down from the curb to get next to him to take the picture. And I'm really clumsy, y'all. That's one thing about me. I'm we both clumsy. clumsy. We both clumsy. Our kids gonna be oh. But I stepped <laughs> down from the curb, and what do you know? There's a hole there, like a slant. It was the drain, y'all. Yes, there you go. The sewage drain. <laughs> the sewage drain. And it was dark out there for some reason. They have no good lights out there. And it I was stepped... lights out there. She was in the pan tension. Okay. I stepped down, and my foot slid in the hole, and I. Fell on the ground, y'all. I'm glad she didn't tell her her a uh, fake story. She, Not fake story. Yeah, you told everybody I pushed you. Oh yeah, he pushed. <laughs> me. No, I'm kidding. But no, I I stepped down from the curb to take a selfie with him, and my foot slid in the hole, and I fell and completely twisted my ankle. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, I was. His twister ankle. I was crying and I had everything. To, I had to carry her to the car. He thought I was joking. He's like, I, are, t- I thought you. Said, I, I are liter- you okay? Yeah. Like, trying to keep me together. And we, we did end up taking a picture. I had a little bit of tears no, in No, we, we got the picture. We got the picture. They but, saw it. They saw it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, he took me to the car. We drove around to about five yeah. different CVS and yeah. Walgreens just trying to find some. Yeah, some wrapping stuff for her. <laughs> and it's not even the end of the night, y'all. Yeah. It's more to the night. Keep on going. Jeez. Tell them what else happened. This, oh. this is just the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> this is a wild first day. This ain't you know this is going to last. You want me to tell the entire yeah. thing? <laughs> so finally, we get to a we we get to a, a store. Did we find a store? That night? Yeah, we found a store. We found it that night. Uh huh. Finally, found a store that night. So I was able to put stuff on my ankle mm. and wrap it. No, and you didn't wrap it right there, though. Did you? I remember you wrapping it. No, there. no, no, no. That's the next day that I wrapped it. We couldn't find a store. There's nothing open. We oh, didn't find. Oh a store. yeah, I think we didn't find a store. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, that's why we didn't find a store that same night. We end up this uh tell them what happened. I'm not gonna tell that part of the story. Tell the part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> tell the part of the story. The people need well, to hear the whole full story. Okay. Well, a friend of mine was having a wild night, we'll say. And uh yeah. So Tell the whole thing. <laughs> the people don't know who she is. Okay, friend of mine was having a little bit of Okay. Anyways, what happened was the friend that answered the phone, the one that she was staying with. So, uh, she didn't have a place to go. So, she couldn't go to my place because I was like, <laughs> can't do that. And um, she had nowhere else to stay. And I didn't want her to come randomly in, a, in Atlanta, nowhere, anywhere. So, I decided, I let's go get a hotel. Now, I understand <laughs> we have boundaries. We were still friends. We didn't kiss yet. So, get that clear off the bat. <laughs> We we was uh, celibate, so just know that for a fact. For but real. but to be clear, we did have. Separate if he asked you to go to a hotel room on the first night, run. <laughs> yeah, to be clear, run. if we don't got the if they ain't got the same mindset as us, just run. Don't even say go. Run. Don't even say yes. But we thought it was the best thing because 
Anna was to stay, and she didn't want to wait that whole night. It I, at this time it was already like probably it like, was like one, one o'clock in the morning. morning. So we was like, okay, let's get a hotel. We told the lady make sure that is uh, two beds, and then they found a hotel room. We got a hotel room for one night, and I slept in one bed. She slept the other bed. I got her some ice for a foot. I had it propped. Yeah, up. Yeah, had it propped up. I propped the pillow up for it and everything like that. And that was Jeez. that was our first date. Twisted ankle, went to the hotel. Mm-hmm. How about that? <laughs> and that's part of the reason why you can't even have anxiety. You can't even have anxiety about doing dating and having a plan already mm-hmm. how you want stuff to go because that did not go any no. What we planned. Our first not date was not all. planned like that. And you know, had I been in my mind about it, I uh-huh. would have been like, "Oh no, that was not how I wanted the no. date to go. Not perfect. I'm not never yeah. seeing him again." And I think that's that's the main thing that we had to get from this episode is to tell people that anxiety is a buildup of, like we said, fear, uh-huh. worry, and trauma. Mm-hmm. So if you worry and you have fear because of your past, which is trauma, that tells you right there that's not from God, and that. You yourself have to work on some things as well too, but understand that God is in control. If you have faith in God, which is Jesus, for those who are Christian, the majority of people who are listening to this are Christian. But if you're not a Christian, I tell you today, put your faith in Jesus. But know that God is in control. If you believe that God is in control, you have nothing to worry about. You know that God's gonna take care of you. Know God's gonna make sure that the direction that you are going, if you're in the will of God, is gonna be okay. And sometimes you might run into some people, a girlfriend, a boyfriend that probably wasn't for you. Yeah. But, this, but I think, but sorry, this no, I don't want to cut Oh, no, but I'm just saying. But this know that that is a learning curve for you to learn as well, too. Don't, 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 don't have the fear of saying, oh, I'm tired of this. I don't want to go through that. Go through that. Take that as a learning curve. Get some wisdom from that. Know that uh, whatever you went through in the past with those kind of relationships, know that it's probably for God's will for you not to be with that person in the beginning. So for the best for you to move on and to use your best uh, discernment and your best uh, knowledge to what to do in the next relationship. Anything else you want to say? I think that um, with last week us talking about boundaries and this week mm-hmm. to us talking about anxieties, like I think all of those things can help you understand the importance of mm-hmm. really discernment mm-hmm. in dating you know you have those those boundaries say okay this is where i'm not gonna go but also not not having so many mm-hmm. boundaries out of fear mm-hmm. that you put up a wall and you mm-hmm. block yourself exactly off. um you want to be you know mm-hmm. in that middle mm-hmm. and, and and in the middle mm-hmm. praying that god will give you discernment exactly. and wisdom mm-hmm. and that you know even if it doesn't work out mm-hmm. you still had a, a learning opportunity exactly a chance to grow and a chance exactly. to step out on faith because mm-hmm. i know that for me dating in general yeah was a step out on faith so mm-hmm. well i think that's pretty much it mm-hmm. well to all those thank you so much for watching make sure to like button make sure to comment down below what should be our next topics coming up and share this with a friend 
a family member, uncle, auntie, whoever you need that needs some relationship help as far as dating, singleness, or marriage. It's hard out here in these streets. Oh, so yeah. I think I think uh, Miss Prophetess Kev on stage said it best. There was pee in the pool. <laughs> 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 so please keep your eyes alert and use a discernment. God bless you all and good luck on that dating. <laughs> <laughs> Stop by grace. I'm done.